One day your big business dreams will come true, but for now you just wish someone would tell you how to get sales without six-figure budgets and millions of followers. Hi, I'm Lindsay and that's exactly what we talk about here. In 18 years of corporate and freelance marketing and launching two businesses myself, I've seen what it takes to start with nothing and hit millions in revenue. And guess what? You can do it too. Welcome back to Savvy Startup Marketer. In the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about our startup squad and leaning on the people in our life to help us launch our business well or push it forward. There's so much good advice in those two episodes. If you've not listened to them, I highly recommend jumping in there as soon as you're done with this one. Uh, But I want to take that a step further and while we're on the subject of leaning on people to help us get our business off the ground, to help us spread the word, to basically be our marketing superpower, want to keep our marketing minimalist. And we don't want to lean on a ton of platforms all the time and um, be you know, heavily invested in a lot of the marketing options that are out there because no matter what you choose to do, it's always going to take a level of time and expertise and in many cases, a decent size budget to keep running and working for us. So leaning on people is one of the most resourceful, inexpensive, and just generally common sense things that we can do as business owners. But not all of us, and I am talking mostly about myself, are real good at networking or having those in-person conversations about our business. Some of us are a little shy about it. Some of us are kind of reserved about it. Some of us may even feel real weird talking about our business. And we're at the beginning and we kind of feel like we don't even know how to launch a business, let alone talk about our business. But you are in good company. I don't want you to feel like you're, you know, the odd one out at all, because honestly, I think this is probably more common than not. So let's talk through ways to network for non-networkers, because if you are bootstrapping your business, you're going to need some level of networking to help you with it, but it never has to be uncomfortable or scary or weird. And you can always get better at it. And I don't even like the word networking or network, honestly. So I really want this to feel like this is just us kind of exercising and expanding our people skills because that's really what it is. Okay. A few tips for you, for the person who's like, I know I need to get better at talking with other people about my business or putting my business out there in front of other people, but I'm just not a networker. All right. So I'm never going to tell you to look for those, you know, kind of hardcore professional level business networking groups in your community, even though if you are pretty good with people and you've not done that yet, then I think you're a great candidate for that. And maybe that is what you should do. What I want you to do is look for ways to socialize or expand on your social opportunities and give those opportunities just a little bit more intention when it comes to talking about your business. So if you are looking for groups of, you know, people to expand your network, make it more about socializing 
with a dash of business, because while you're at it, you know, you might as well bring up your business, chat about it a little bit, or if the topic comes up, hey, what do you do? Then that's an easy segue to talk about your business. But basically expand your pool of people by getting involved somewhere. And that could even look like a volunteering group. It could look like a monthly, you know, book club, something like that. It does not even have to have networking in the name or be about business. But if you know you need to get better at expanding the people that uh, you can share your business with, then you just need to expand your group by getting involved more with more groups of people. A really great way to do this that makes it easier on you to talk about your business and make it more business related is to attend skill development classes or courses. Those can be local to you. Those can be online. But if you jump in with another group of people and let's say you're working on your copywriting skills together, or you're working on business bookkeeping together, or there are there's a class for everything. So whatever you feel like, hey, I kind of need work on this anyway, I'm gonna try and find a small class. And I'm not talking about like a university level class, although that could work too. But um, a lot of towns now or cities have these one-off classes provided by professionals just right there in the area. Those are fantastic for increasing your skill set, but Um, also just putting you around people who are probably also business owners or entrepreneurs or have some reason to be in that class. And it's probably a similar reason to you. And you just take a minute to mingle, socialize. That can be a very quick way for you to get into a group of people, make some connections, and then at the same time, increase your skills that you already need for your business or maybe just even for your life get into Facebook groups. I'm a huge fan of Facebook groups and the route that Facebook is taking and enhancing their group experience. At least the last thing I heard was that they were doing that. (laughs) I don't know what your experience with Facebook groups has been, but that is kind of the thing that they major on. It can be, you know, pretty quick and easy for you to do a search find just one or maybe two groups. Maybe they're just groups in your neighborhood or your area. And, you know, it's a group of moms or it's a group of other female business owners. Or if you're into gardening, it's a group of people that are gardening, or it's a group of parents that have small kids like you. So there's a Facebook group in probably your area, if not across the country, that you can get into and you can share commonality with the people in that group. Some of them, you know, may have strict rules about sharing about business. So definitely adhere to those, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them are just there for people to mingle, for people to promote businesses, maybe once a week or something like that. That can be a really smart way if you need a convenient avenue to get your business in front of more people or even to offer services or offer um, instruction or whatever it is that you want to do more of. Maybe it's just an experiment for you to get better at your people skills just by jumping into an online group. Maybe that's kind of like the soft way that you need to start to get better at that. But here's the 
the thing about Facebook groups. Don't just join them. Actually be active in them. Don't sit there and watch what everybody else is doing and be silent. If you're already in groups, then this is your challenge to go find the groups you're in and to put a comment in there on something or to at least like support other people who are active in those groups and start working on putting yourself out there and um, doing more than just being a fly on the wall. Finally, when you're in a social setting, be prepared to share about your business. If it comes up, be ready to be excited about your business and to actually give somebody a thorough rundown basically an elevator pitch about what it is you do or what it is you're launching, what it is you hope to do in the next year or two. And don't feel like, oh, I'm, you know, suddenly I'm in person and I'm shy. <laughs> and I like just kind of want to say, oh, well, yeah, I'm trying to launch something and then let it sit there. In order to get your business out there, people need to know that you're confident in it and that you're excited about it. Even if you don't have all the details ironed out yet. That's fine. But just think through what are the three or four sentences you're going to say about your business if it does come up in conversation. I hope that was helpful for you. Let's talk about the student question of the week. This is from Mary Beth. And this is kind of a loaded one. She says, what do I absolutely need to spend at the start of my business? Holy moly. Thanks for that question. Okay. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Uh, the bare minimum I'd say would be there potentially could be application fees, uh, involved with getting an LLC or some kind of official business status in your state, but every state is different. So you're not going to know that until you actually go to your state's website and apply and kind of look into that. So can't totally answer that question. It can vary depending on where you live. Just getting official status for a business may cost a little bit. It's probably not going to be a lot though. Uh, you're going to want to buy a website domain as one of the absolute first things you do for a new business. And I would honestly encourage buying a couple of options if you have not landed a, on an official business name yet. So be prepared for that. But those are really inexpensive. Most website domains are like 20 bucks a year. So that's kind of a, that's a drop in the bucket. But if you can, I would buy more than one and you can you, you will be able to use them. I think I have three for one of my businesses and I use one of them as kind of the main domain, but I have two others that I have bought that redirect to my website. So that's just an example. Website platform is one of the first expenses you're going to have in my Savvy Startup Marketer course. I point people to lead pages, which you can host a website on and I absolutely love the platform. It's the most user-friendly I have come across and I have used several. When I launched, I think I had, I gave myself a budget of 300 <laughs> and I was, I managed to basically buy my website domain and a website platform subscription for a year, basically with that. So you don't need much to start a business. You, you really but you need a little bit. And if you're still trying to build and you need money at the beginning, then 
you know, there's nothing wrong with getting some paying customers and freelancing for a few months without any of that. You can totally do that. Plenty of people have. But as soon as you want to kind of officially launch, then you're going to want to have an application fee, whatever your state requires, a website domain and a website platform. But there are some pretty inexpensive options out there. What you can get for free is Canva and you can do a lot with Canva for content and marketing and putting stuff on your website. MailChimp, I think, still has a free option and probably some other email providers as well. And I use Asana, the free version for project management. I've used it forever and I've never had to upgrade to the account level. It's been awesome. Um, Hello Sign is another favorite of mine that you can use to a certain amount um, on a free account. And that is like for contract signatures and stuff like that if you do services. So there's a lot that you can start out using for free to kind of get yourself built. Hopefully that helped a lot of you who are wondering the same thing. And then finally, the sister, Savvy Sisterhood tip of the week. This is from a business owner who has an established business and decided to help us all out by letting us know what she wishes she would have done in the beginning or not done or needed. And this is her sage advice. She says, I tried to do everything on my own without any guidance, and I watched friends get a lot further faster by paying for consultations. Looking back, I should have been more willing to spend money on experience rather than experiments. I think that's very true for a lot of people. I'm a big fan of bootstrapping and pinching pennies in the beginning, and that's literally why I have this podcast. And, um, you know, that's a, a big thing that I try to help people out with. But at the same time, there are some things that are worth investing in and, you know, getting experienced wisdom and guidance from people when, you know, you're at the very beginning and you really don't know what to do. That is something that is worth some investment. Um, otherwise you might waste way more money than you were ever prepared for experimenting on your own and doing things without any help. And sometimes researching on Google just doesn't cut it. So that was really good advice. I hope that all of this was like a great download for your day and gave you something to think about for your business. If you have any questions, if you're a female business owner that has an established business and you'd like to share with us um, your best tips and advice, you can contact me at lindsaywagnon.com. I'll talk to you next time. Well, that was fun. Show some love by leaving a review and subscribe to make sure you don't miss more free marketing advice. You can find me on social at Lindsay Wagnon Marketing. And if you're ready for perfect startup marketing, I make it super simple in the Savvy Startup Marketer course, which you can find at SavvyStartupMarketer.com. Cheers to your thriving business.